Welcome to the Cyber Nation Uncensored Podcast. We welcome all Chumbas, Edge Runners, Vault Dwellers, Wastelanders, Spice Traders, and Space Folders. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a great review and also be sure to join us on both YouTube and Twitch. We'd love to see you on a live stream. Thanks again. See you soon. Hey, everyone can see us and hear us now. We're officially live. Uh, let's check out those mics. Everyone say hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey, how's everyone doing? It's been a while. <laughs> hey, chat, let us know if anyone's muted, frozen, any of that sort of glitchy stuff, and uh, we'll get it fixed right away. Sometimes those things happen on the interweb as we stream. This is our Team Wasteland. This is our Fallout 2D20. We were doing this every Friday uh, for the longest time. We started out on uh, Mad Queen's YouTube channel. We evolved over to the Cybernation Uncensored channel when she uh, went away to school. And... Um, yeah, we've been through a lot. We're up to, uh, we did, you know, like, I think 10 or 15 sessions on the Mad Queen channel, and we've got, this is session uh, eight, I want to say, for us over here on our channel. All of it is connected. Um, so all of the lore, all of the things that happened, it's still ongoing in this world with this team. And um, yeah, we'll do we'll do a recap, of a, not just a mini recap, I'm going to do a decent recap uh, because of the fact we've been away for a handful of months. And I want to make sure everyone's kind of up to, up to date with everything going on. And then we'll continue on where we left off. Um, and there's a lot to unpack there. So uh, let's get into our introductions so we can get into the gameplay. Let's do like we always do. Let's go around the table. Everyone introduce yourself. Let people know where they can find you online. And then introduce your character as well. Uh, Jay, you want to start it off? Oh, hey. What can I say? It's Jay. Casual. You can find me on all social media at Just2Casual. I'm also one of the community leaders with the Initiative Order, doing all kinds of wonderful things, charity gaming of all types, and trying to get more people to join the cult, I mean the community, of TTRPGs. I'm also working on the next Ravenloft project with Beth the Bard, writer of She's the Ancient, on our Lamordia project. That's at Lamordia.com. And I'm doing my own anime-inspired TTRPG. More on that at AnimeDnd.com. And uh, we might get you playing some of that on our uh, on our channel sometime soon. Hopefully, we'll talk about that. But uh, yeah, introduce your character as well. Ah, yes, and I am the super mutant samurai Yasuke. I travel the lands, believing in more than just war through the act of war itself. The Bushido code is the only code I must honor most, as I wield a giant blade of a clockwork hand, armor molded to my body and recently acquired a samurai helmet. None shall be spared from the blade. Uh, he's definitely one of the deepest uh, uh, super mutants I've ever met. I love him. I can't wait to uh, get this back in action. Um, Darth. Ah. Hi, I'm Darth Cern. You can find me on, well, mainly on YouTube, slash Darth Cern Games. Do loads of Fallout stuff over there, camp builds and gameplay stuff like that. And also going to be doing some Starfield stuff, if and when it ever actually releases. Yeah. Um, so, if you sound 
that sounds like your sort of thing, do check it out. And I'm playing Sprocket, who is a Mr. Handy and a mechanic who spent about 200 years or so locked in a garage just looking after a car whose owner was apparently not coming back, who is out exploring the wasteland for the first time and finding out what's what alongside his friends Jerry and Yasuke. Very well put. Brandon. I am Brandon Perkins, also known as DM underscore Brando. And I play TTRPGs on the internet in various places. Uh, but I'm also a voice actor and a writer. And the book that I've been working on is called Soul of Harvest of Souls. You can find it at royalroad.com. And it's for free at royalroad.com. And that's spelled Sola, S-O-L-A, Harvest of Souls. Uh, and uh, if you're into anything cyberpunk then I highly recommend reading the book because uh, it is very deeply cyberpunk in all of the cyberpunkiest ways. Um, if you like post-apocalyptic goodness, then there you go, because this is post uh, the Yellowstone supervolcano eruption, uh, which was done on purpose. Ooh intrigue and you find out all about that just right at the beginning of the book so anyway without going into too much detail check that out at royalroad.com that's s-o-l-a sola harvest of souls and very soon here on cyber nation uncensored we'll be doing a live reading of that book as well uh and today i'm playing jerry the ghoul the ghouliest ghoul you've ever known i'm a mercenary but you know i'm still pretty new at it because I really just took it up to, you know, find ways to get around and travel and maybe find my way to Nuka World one day, because it's my life stream to see that place. Hell yeah. Let's get, uh, let's get Jerry's look going, too. I got to show off that overlay you made. She actually made that, too, which is very cool, very impressive. There he is. There's the Jerry I remember. <laughs> there we go. Just as beautiful as ever. Uh, yeah. Um, and I know we've, I know you also made that um, uh, uh, Mr. Handy overlay too, but it it it, it would cover. Yeah, there there you go. That might be too much for Sprocket though, but I love that one too. I, I'm glad you showed it off. I like yeah, it. Hell yeah, um, yeah. And as far as your book, uh, where you I, uh, shout out to Udahime in chat. She's our community manager at Cybernation Uncensored. I know that she was uh, working out with you. Me and you were talking about a date. Were we able to lock that in for the live reading yet? Do we have a tentative date? Uh, not completely yet. Okay. Not, not quite yet. Not, uh, anything locked in. Nice. Well, once we get that, we'll start promoting it and stuff. Hey, Purple Fire Drake. There's Jamie from, uh, from uh, old Team Veritas that I run on my, uh, uh, second and last Wednesday of the month. Very cool. Um, but yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that live reading. I'm really excited about that. The book is awesome. And, uh, yeah, glad to have Jerry back as well. I'm the overseer here. I'm GM Rob Mulligan. I'm also the founder of Cyber Nation Uncensored. Cyber Nation Uncensored is a place where you can get all kinds of content. I mean, we have just tons of live gameplay and streams going on right here on the Twitch. We VOD it all on the YouTube, which, hey, if you're listening to this on YouTube and you didn't catch the live stream, Please give us a like and a comment on YouTube as well. Uh, we also put it out on like 30 plus podcast websites. Um, so we hit live on Twitch, VODs on YouTube, everything put to the podcast. We also have a, a really active Discord community and uh, we've got open casting calls for both players and GMs. We have open uh, team member uh, applications available. Um, so yeah, we're just uh, always looking to expand and get more people involved. So if you're interested in that, 
definitely hit us up. Join Cybernation Uncensored on Discord. We're also everywhere else that you see social media. Uh, CN Uncensored on Twitter. Uh, we're on Instagram. We have a Facebook group, Facebook fan page, all that stuff. So anywhere you see Cybernation Uncensored, I would really appreciate uh, a subscribe and a follow. Um, yeah, shout out to our sponsors, Low Key Maps, Sirenscape, Fantasy Grounds, uh, Lion Banner Games, Cyber Fight Clothing. Uh, so excited to expand the team. They've been with us for a long time. And um, although if we do some roles, we might be doing it with the original VTT because we are in process of getting this team moved over to Fantasy Grounds. But I wanted to give them a shout out because I've been using it with my other teams and I absolutely love it. It's fucking amazing. So check that shit out. You're going to love it too. All right, cool. Let's get into it. This is Team Wasteland. Like I said, we've been rocking this for many, many sessions. It started on the Mad Queen uh, YouTube channel and now it's over here. And uh, yeah, let's dive into a, let's dive into a recap. Um, let's, let's go a little bit deeper than we normally do uh, because we've been gone for about four, four or five months now, I want to say. Um, it's yeah, roughly about that, that much time. So, uh, you know, we need the recap for chat, all the new fans, people tuning in, but we kind of need the recap for ourselves too. It's been some months, you know, let's, let's try to remember what we, what we were doing and what we've been through. Um, so yeah, it all started pretty much with Sprocket. Uh, you know, his, his owner was out to get some parts for his mechanic shop and, um, never came back. You know, the, the war hit, uh, the, the nukes hit, uh, Sprocket's been held up in his shop for quite some time, just kind of tending to the, the vehicle, which they do have a, a, a old classic uh, car built up there. It needs a part, needs some old school fuel, uh, and then it could be running. But Sprocket's just been maintaining the shop, waiting for the owner. And that's when Jerry the Ghoul stumbled across the shop, introduced himself, got to meet um, Sprocket and, you know, kind of explain to him, the world's a little bit different, but you know what? I'll help you. Let's let's go out there. Uh, Sprocket mentioned, hey, I know where... Oh, did we lose Brandon? We did. Oh, okay. Well, he'll come back. Um, <clears throat> I hope he comes back. We need him. <laughs> but, um... You, but, yeah, he would... kind of dropped out the overlay about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he'll, he'll be back. Uh, chat, bear with us. I know we've had some issues with uh, Discord over the past couple of days and some updates, uh... Also with Twitch and OBS, uh, everything's been updating and kind of glitch in the past few days, but we'll get through it. Um, hey, Stink Palm in chat as well. And Stiletto, April, what's up? Everyone's tuning in. That's great. We'll get this. Uh, we'll get Brandon back in and this overlay fixed here momentarily. I'll continue with the recap, though. So um, ultimately, uh, what was that? Did you hear Ben is going to play Mr. Handy? He got a bo uh, bowler hat for it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but all right, cool. Brandon's back. Awesome. Let's dive into uh, the recap. So, uh, yeah, Brandon, uh, as Jerry the Ghoul, met up with Sprocket, basically uh, explaining to him what happened with the War of the Bomb and things just aren't the same, but he'll help him kind of travel out to where Sprocket knew the local uh, shop was for parts and things where his owner went years ago. Um, not a not a great sense of time or understanding on human nature on that level for Sprocket, but uh, Jerry the Ghoul played along, and let me help this... This Mr. Handy kind of figure out what's going on and traveled to the, the mechanic shop. At the time, they were with uh, Mad Queen playing a raider. Um, and they all went there, uh, ran into some ghouls, had to take them out, got the a circuit board that was inside, found Sprocket's owner uh, dead on the ground. Sprocket was able to at least take his owner's hat, uh, glue that to his head, and um, now he's kind of rocking that look, which is fun. But aside from that uh, and getting that part, they uh, found a, a hollow tape, uh, basically explaining that there was a vault uh, that was having some issues. The security system was down and the, the door opened up after all this time and they don't know what to do. Um, but the team uh, also met some uh, uh, 
wastelanders outside of this shop that were kind of trying to also get in and get to this circuit board that they needed for their home base. And, um, and yeah, they were just trying to get parts and things and they convinced the team to escort them back to their, their home base, basically their village, their town. And, um, and basically escort them through the wasteland back. They said they lost some wastelanders on the way down. Um, this is all based in Florida, by the way, if I didn't mention that at the top. And, um, yeah, the team agreed. They said, you know, they'll they'll get paid some caps. They'll escort them up. They uh, Jerry, the Raider, and Sprocket now at this point, realizing his owner was no longer, decided, well, let me see what else this world is about. I've never been out here and explored this new reality, so let's do it. And they escorted the the people back to their spot. Uh, they met some cannibals along the way. I think even the our raider tasted a little human meat along the way. Um, but they got the the these uh, these wastelanders back to their 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 homestead, their home base, which was actually based out of Disney World. Uh, they were living out of Disney World when they got there. Uh, it was kind of a surprising moment as they stepped in, and the rest of the community was all gathered around doing a sort of chant thing on this Mickey Mouse hologram and they were all wearing these robes and the Wastelanders came in, peeled off their leathers to put on these robes and during that process the team saw some scarification in their backs and the, the, the form of these Mickey Mouse ears um, and it's a bit of a cult uh, living out of the out of Disney World um, and they run a missile silo, they couldn't really get down and get control over it or activate it. Um, there's lots of drama underground to get to it, but they agreed to pay the team to go take care of it, which they did. They sabotaged the missile, taking the the uh, circuit board out of it, because at the time, you know, they don't know if they wanted to give this cult that much power. Um, they also knew the Enclave was over at the launch pad, the USSR uh, launch pad or USSA launch pad. And um, they were, you know, kind of button heads with this cult. They don't get along, obviously. Um, the Enclave was uh, working on some chemical called Clean Wave. They were testing. The team ran across that, across central Florida, where it just blackened the earth, scorching everything. Apparently, Enclave was making it to try to take out uh, radisons uh, of the wastelands, you know, take out ghouls, super mutants, and creatures, and things like that. But it's killing everything. Obviously, it's a, it's a work in progress. It's a, it's a fucked up chemical of mass destruction. Um, so the team realizing that, and also realizing the cult had this missile silo, like I said, they, they took the chip. Um, the father, uh, what was it? Father John or Michael, I think. Wasn't uh, it? Oh, Michael. Yeah. Father Michael, who was running the cult ended up dying. Uh, they went down after the team cleared the way, but he ended up uh, sinking in the quicksand under there, uh, and dying. So, uh, the rest of the team kind of took over charge, uh, just trying to protect, uh, the cult and the community. Um, as they asked the team, could you go out and try to get the circuit board we need? Not knowing the team had the circuit board hidden on them. They actually removed it to kind of buy some time and figure out should they have, should the cult have this, this missile silo and what are they doing about the enclave? They wanted to kind of figure things out first. So they agreed. They went out to the wasteland telling the cult, Hey, we'll go get you that circuit board. We'll be back. And they headed out. So on their way out, they ran in, ran across a super mutant that was doing some mind control on ghouls. He was an old scientist running a West Tech facility. Um, he had some devices on all these ghouls he was gathering, trying to put together a little mind-controlled army of ghouls that he was going to partner with the Northside Kings, which are a, a community of a team of raiders, basically running the north side of Miami, a, a community of all kinds of humans, super mutant ghouls, just a mix of people, but kind of controlled by these raiders, kind of asshole raiders as you would typically assume but um but yeah this super mutant was mind controlling these ghouls trying to partner up with uh richter which is the the king or the leader of the north side kings 
because as he explained, uh, South Miami is controlled by the Brotherhood of Steel. And uh, this super mutant is partnering with Northside Kings, trying to help these raiders with these mind control ghouls to eventually attack Brotherhood of Steel and take over all of Miami. Um, the team ended up meeting Brotherhood of Steel. They worked their way in. They came across an underground railroad. Uh, basically, they saw some railway signs um, used to kind of transport synths out of the community and uh, or the institution and, uh, you know, protect synths and, and use the Underground Railroad for things like that. But it's been brought to their attention that it's there. And, uh, you know, they've used it before to uh, kind of help ghouls and super mutants in the past um, when the Brotherhood of Steel first came, run by uh, Elder Arthur Rays, who was a bit of an asshole, as most Brotherhood of Steel, just killing ghouls, super mutants, everyone in the way, establishing South Miami, uh, ready to wage war on the Northside Kings to take control of Miami total. Uh, but then he had to leave to take care of business up north, putting his nephew, his paladin, Horatio Reyes, in charge, who is a little more understanding. Um, I think how he put it, he said, hey, we have a tight-knit community here of ghouls and super mutants. Um, you know, he believes in segregation and living in peace. Uh, but the Northside Kings are keeping them at war, and they want control. Um, and he explained kind of how the Brotherhood of Steel came into it. And when they took over Homestead Air, the Homestead Air Reserve base down there, uh, just south of Miami Beach, they discovered a U.S. military robotic storage and repair facility, uh, brought in their technicians, and now they have a large bot presence there. Sentry bots doing defense in the facility, uh, robo-brains serving as analysts in defense, and a squad of assaultrons they use as assassination tools. Additionally, they also have the beach uh, coated in bots and have underwater spy and defense drones. Uh, the Brotherhood of Steel uses them basically to hunt for shipwrecks and loots as they continue to gather tech uh, for their efforts. But but yeah, the team uh, also uh, finally, they, well, they found another wastelander, a vault uh, dweller, uh, dead with another holotape uh, hearing it. Uh, another message, just like that first one that they got. It seems like they were sending messages out trying to get help when their door popped open. And, you know, they were kind of ignorant and oblivious to what the real wasteland was like. Uh, and when the team finally went there to check up on them before they decide, before heading into Miami, um, they went in there to find blood trails coming out of the vault leading off into the woods. Um, and that's, that's actually how they met the mind control ghouls. Um, you know, when they got down to the vault, they got in there and, um, well, they found little Billy uh, hiding out in the bathroom, drinking toilet water, surviving, getting by, who explained that a bunch of ghouls came in and took everyone in supplies, which doesn't seem like ghouls. That's what led him to follow the blood trail to that West Tech facility, finding that super mutant that had the mind control ghouls. He was controlling them to do raids and, like I said earlier, gather supplies and more ghouls to build this army and supplies to help the Northside Kings take out the Brotherhood of Steel. Um, so then after the team kind of established that, they uh, liberated the mind control ghouls. Um, they were able to kind of rescue at least a, a handful of the vault dwellers that were kind of in process. Some already into ghoul, some were dying from the radiation. The super mutant had an exposed, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, a power nuke uh, uh, in the basement there. Uh, he was putting the people in a, uh, My mind just went blank. Uh, it's anyway. like a generator, like fusion generator. Uh, fusion, yeah, yeah, nuclear fusion uh, power cell and generator. Uh, one of them was working to keep half of the building powered. The other uh, half was broken just from, uh, well, obviously the war and uh, just mass destruction and things that the building has been through. Um, cracked it open, was leaking radiation. Super Mutant was putting the vault dwellers in there, kind of turning them over so then he could attach the device and mind control them. But the team rescued a bunch of them, escorted them back to the vault, and uh, basically set them up in the vault with Billy. And now there's at least a handful in that community living in that vault. As the team said, hey, stay here, live. You know, we're going to head into Miami kind of on our, our 
our mission, our path that we were on, but you know, we'll, we'll probably be back to check on you one day or, um, you know, at least to see how you're doing and, and kind of at least rescued them, got them set up in the vault as they headed into Miami. Um, coming across some scavers and, uh, you know, some wastelanders, some Brotherhood of Steel. Um, they avoided the Brotherhood of Steel, finding a, a farmhouse, this guy Hank, uh, who had the underground rail, railroad leading into Miami. Um, he hid them out down there uh, while the Brotherhood of Steel kind of checked up on him. And uh, at least they have a little bit of alliance there. He was able to kind of explain, yeah, we're, we're free out here, but we're working for Brotherhood of Steel. We don't really have a choice. He had a wife, I guess, that was a ghoul that they killed when they first came when uh, Elder um, Arthur Reyes came in. This is before uh, uh, Paladin Horatio Reyes took over. But, um, but yeah, he explained that it's, uh, yeah, they're free. They're segregated. It's not that great. Brotherhood of Steel still keeps them segregated. There's a bit of slave labor feel going on and stuff, but it's at least a little bit better than the Northside Kings. Like, yeah, up there, everyone's living together, but it's it's grimy. It's poor. The Northside Kings are definitely raiders. They, they take the best of the best shit from everyone. They let everyone kind of live on that lower level there, but they're free you know, but it's not the best. Um, so it, there's a little bit of tension there. There's a little bit of, I don't know, uh, lesser of evils situation going on. Nothing is perfect. Uh, everything's kind of in the balance of right and wrong, right? And, uh, uh, walking that line. So the team has some decisions to make. Um, but they got into Miami. They are staying, uh, in North with the Northside Kings in a hotel. They met that guy Curly, who also has the underground railroad leading from his motel, obviously, uh, must chain up with the other entrance things, who knows what else, but they found another marking, uh, when they got into the Brotherhood of Steel's, uh, South Miami section at a, a tailor and wardrobe, uh, shop, uh, Super Mutant in there. There was some markings, uh, for the underground, uh, railroad there. He didn't seem to know about it, but y you all, uh, perceived it and saw the, the markings etched in the wall and stuff. Uh, that's, I think, where Yasuke started putting the emblems, carving it into the eyepiece of the samurai mask, putting it in the uh, the threading of the uh, his suit and things like that. Um, but you at least see that there's Underground Railroad seems to be connecting both north and south side out to that farm and things like that. You know it exists underground there. Um, and you've got a couple access points that they've been able to see. They also met the segregated part of where the ghouls and super mutants live. And they met a ghoul down there that's running a food cart. Also explained the same type of thing the farmer mentioned. Like, yeah, we're we're living. We're segregated. I, I feel safe. They don't kill us. They don't fuck with us. But, you know, he was really wanting to go out and sell his sauces and maybe start a chain of food carts for ghouls and super mutants and things like that. And But now he's just kind of stuck there working and feeding things. And it's fine. He's living, but he's not living, you know. Um, so it is you know, kind of tough situation there, but he did explain, like, but if I was a Northside Kings, I probably couldn't even run my own food shop. I'd have to turn over all my shit to Northside Kings and Richter and just live and not even do anything. So that's even worse. So at least he has that going on. So again, it's the lesser of evil situation. It's hard to tell what's going on. But the team was able to work with Richter and uh, they saw his big catapult and weapon supplies and fuel supplies and everything that he has to kind of hold off Brotherhood of Steel. Then they entered the Brotherhood of Steel side to kind of work a, a, a meeting with uh, Paladin Horatio Reyes through the use of, um, I think it was uh, a scribe or someone, uh, a human from the Richter's team that basically opened those doors, um, allowing you all to enter and talk with them. Uh, because it's obviously a, a kind of sketchy situation, being ghouls, a bot, a super mutant stepping into Brotherhood of Steel territory. Uh, but they assured you you're safe, they kept your weapons, you'll be able to get them when you leave. And, uh, you know, he assured you a hundred times, 
we want to talk, we want to know about the Enclave and this clean wave stuff that you're talking about, come on in. So it seems safe, seems right. Came in, told him about it. He sent a, uh, a little squad to basically go do some recon up at the USSA base to check on Enclave and this clean wave situation to make sure it's all true and on the up and up with what the, you know, Jerry and uh, Yasuke and Sprocket have told him. And um, while he sent them out, he said, why don't you explore the town, explore South Miami and enjoy the community and see uh, how it is here while, while we wait for my recon team to get back. And he put them up in a hotel over there. And, um, and yeah, assigned to them a girl named Liz, uh, Elizabeth Liz, basically as a guide, a young uh, acolyte, uh, Brotherhood of Steel. But she's kind of more of monitoring what they're doing, less, less of a guide and more of, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe a pair of eyes and ears on, on everything they're doing. They kind of got the feeling of that. But they were able to get a little bit of space and do what they do to get a feel for South Miami. And it's as I described earlier, but... Um, where we left off, the team went back, got some sleep in the motel on the South Miami side. And it was, uh, I believe, uh, the next morning that they had a knock at the door with Liz saying, uh, Hey, uh, Paladin Horatio Reyes is, is back. He's in his office. Uh, the recon team has already been back this morning. Um, he's requested uh, your presence. He, he wants to meet and go over everything. If, if you could get ready and meet me down in the lobby, I'll be down there waiting. And did I miss anything that needs to be mentioned in the recap? Any important parts? I fuck anything up? I think I remembered everything. <laughs> it's been a while, you know? <laughs> did did you cover the survivability of Billy? Surv- no. It did, it, did, it did come up in, in chat whether or not he lived. Oh, yeah, he lived. Yeah, Billy, Billy's alive. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Billy's in the vault with uh, the surviving ghouls that you rescued and all of them. I think there was like uh, five of them plus Billy um, hanging out in the vault now. Um, so they're all living, yeah. And he's no longer drinking toilet water. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because, uh, you know, some of the other details, Sprocket was able to get in the system, into the computer, and rock some science skills and uh, get the, the system automated and open again. So now they can access the food, they can access the water, and all that sort of stuff. That's a good point, too. Yeah. So they're a- absolutely self sufficient and back up and running. Um, so you, you were able to get them back. And they're able to close the door and stuff like that. So it's a working vault, once again, thanks to you all. It's just, you know, they're, they're down a. A significant amount of vault dwellers they're down to like there's like five or six of them you know and they're they're ghouls and stuff now so um but yeah i think uh i think that's pretty much it in the recap i think we got everything we did do that, we did do that one um extra mission for richter as well before he'd agree to help us out with oh yeah as well we went and that's that right i completely forgot about that and that was a lot of fun that's a cool thing to mention yeah um richter Northside kings to kind of establish the relationship. He said, look, before I send my squire in person and scout in to talk to Brotherhood of Steel and put some of my people at risk to set you up a meeting to see what to do, let's prove that, you know, you're down to help me and you're on my side of things, you know, because as Richter explained it, like he wants them to, he wanted you all to explain to Brotherhood of Steel about Enclave and Clean Wave to hopefully get Brotherhood of Steel to go up there and fuck with Enclave thin both their numbers battling it out and while the numbers are thin in miami richter can make his move and try to you know bomb south miami move in take over and do what he's got to do so that's kind of his plan or whatever but you're absolutely right uh um he had the team go and attack some other raiders that were up in an old junkyard um and that session was a lot of fun um there was a bot a modded out bot like half of a bot mounted up on a pole up there that was kind of the lookout that was doing uh perception checks to see the team when he saw him he would kind of 
rocked out, let's get ready to rumble, and it was an old referee bot from old combat uh, games. That was a lot of fun. That was cool. And the team worked their way in underneath uh, the junkyard uh, through the drainage system and got in and uh, rescued uh, some lady who had her husband caged up out front on the walkway. Uh, all kinds of good stuff happened. That was good. I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, almost forgot about that. But yeah, that's how you established your relationship with Northside Kings initially. Um, okay. Close, Any Anything closed else? Closed it all out by... Uh... Oh yeah, and closed it all out by blowing it up. That's right, and it was one of those cinematic moments, walking away, and in the background, <laughs> big fire bomb. Hell yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, completely took out the place. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right, awesome. I think we got uh, the recap again. One last call. Did I forget anything? Is there anything else worth mentioning, or did we get it? Yeah, I think that's everything I can think of. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah, we I think got it. Got- all right, cool. Yeah, it's been a while, like I said. Uh, and as we're playing, if something else comes up, I might pause and recap if something pops in my head that I forgot to mention. But I think that's that's the recap. I encourage everyone, check out the VODs on the YouTube, uh, Cybernation Uncensored YouTube channel, and uh, see all the great plot twists and fun NPCs and exciting moments that this team has been through thus far. Um, but yeah, let's let's start right where we left off. Let me bring up some Sirenscape sh- sounds. Shout out to Sirenscape, official sponsor of Cybernation Uncensored. Um, that new web browser version is so badass. All right, cool. Just bring up some interior sounds as, uh, yeah, you just got the knock. Liz says she'll be waiting in the lobby. Just uh, get ready and I'll meet you down there as you three uh, gather your thoughts collectively. And yeah, I'll let you take it from there. And this is in the morning, right? Yeah. Um, I believe normal routine, Yasuke starts off every morning um, doing a bit of meditation, followed by immediate aggressive working out. And waits for the rest of the party to decide what they wish to do. Hmm. Uh, Jerry watches this working out, feeling like um, taking in somebody doing something so productive makes him also feel productive. Uh, even though all he's doing is basically sitting there with a cup of coffee. Uh, so that's that's what Jerry's doing. Spock is kind of just hanging out, watching the pair of them, seeing what they're doing. Nice. Yeah, oh. I know. It's this... some uh, good work you're doing there with the push-ups. <laughs> I, I don't do that. It's still going. It is important to ensure that the mind and body are aligned. Yeah, my, I mean, mine are connected and everything. I, I, I don't really worry about lining them up. <clears throat> Yasuke will stand. Then are we prepared? Yeah, let's not keep these assholes waiting. Yes, let's uh, see if uh, credibility has been established. Yeah, and you got. Yeah, you can do that. You can get together after uh, Yasuke finishes. You engage in a little conversation, kind of starting your morning rituals, um, and head down to the lobby. Um, you can see uh, Curly behind the desk, just you know, cleaning behind the desk and setting up for the morning. He just kind of nods and carries on as. Um, Liz looks anxious, uh, and she says, oh, okay, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, that, that, that took a while. Um, okay, uh, let's go. He's waiting. 
Sorry about that. I had to put my face on there. But yeah, let's go. Oh. She looks a little confused by that statement. She's obviously naive to cool life, you know. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, she uh, she leads the way, and you make your way through uh, South Miami like you've been before, uh, kind of going through all the shops and living quarters and uh, rebuilt sort of uh, towns and style area as you go into, you know, passing living quarters and stuff. You see uh, South Beach on the left with, you know, all the military presence from Brotherhood, and you get down to the old homestead, um, air reserve base and into the facility where you know Paladin Horatio Reyes has his office um, passing in through there um, also thanks everybody uh, I saw uh, Purple Fire Drake and Raven a familiar Raven uh, with all those negative twos for the team uh, thanks so much that's awesome and uh, Homer's Odyssey thanks for the sub too um, and yeah you make your way in there and you're back in Horatio's office. Uh, it's a bit cramped as before. The, you know, he has a very large desk, and it's a large office. Um, he's in charge. Uh, it is the main office here, but you also have a super mutant with you. So as always, um, he's kind of crouching in, fitting in, sitting down. It, it is a little bit packed in here. Um, but you come in, and you see Paladin Horatio Reyes sitting at his desk. Uh, when you come in, he just kind of stands for a moment and sits back down. A um, little sign of respect. Uh, you didn't get that the first time you were in here. And uh, behind him looks like uh, his scribe, Luther uh, Moyer, that you met before. Um, Liz quickly goes, stands beside uh, him. And outside the office, um, you see more than a handful of Brotherhood of Steel and power armor, um, as well as some in kind of lesser slick, like, leathers and stuff. Looks like it could have been the, the recon team, possibly, that went up there. Um, but Horatio gestures for you to sit, uh, closes the door, um, says, Well, uh, you didn't lie. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I can't imagine you would come into my home and lie to me like, you know, like that anyways, but I, I didn't assume it would be of the the caliber that you explained. I didn't think it would be uh, such a serious uh, situation, but, um, but our team went up there. They did their recon. Uh, yeah, first thing is we saw the damage. Uh, we saw the damage... Uh, during the travel, uh, passing the Everglades up there in central Florida. And, um, yeah, everything's scorched the way you said. It's it's that same substance uh, right here. And he, he opens, pulls up that jar that you gave him before uh, with a sample. He says, yeah, it's, uh, it's exactly like you said. Um, Enclave is in full force at the, uh, the space base, and they're, uh, they're working on it. They're actively working on it. My team... Uh, uh, they saw it with their own eyes. They're they're actively doing tests. Um, they've set up a temporary test facility just outside the launch pad. Um, it looks like they've got some makeshift uh, rockets set up. Um, I'm not sure exactly uh, w at what point or what process they're at, uh, but I can only assume that's how they're transporting this chemical uh, across the land. That's probably how they did their test run before. Um, but yeah, we, we, we can't stand for this and we're not going to stand by as they develop this. Uh, we're going to make our move. We're, uh, we're already in process of making our plans. I wanted to bring you in for a, a few reasons here. Uh, one, I, I appreciate the help. I respect uh, you coming to me. And uh, I know it can't be easy. I, I know with the history of Brotherhood of Steel and as I explained with my uncle and just the way things are run, I know... Uh, you coming here was a. Uh, it was probably tough for you. Oh, 
there are a great many lives on the line, it would seem. This is uh, a threat to all of us. It would appear so. And, uh, and I can assure you, uh, with the way the Enclave is, uh, everyone's li life is uh, at risk here. We've, uh, we've dealt with them plenty of times. Um, we obviously had no idea what they were doing here in, in Florida. We've been uh, down here for long enough that we didn't even know what they were up to. Um, but, yeah, this is, like I said, we're, we're, we're not going to uh, sit by and allow this to develop uh, under our noses. So we're, we're planning our, our attack. Uh, we have to make our move sooner than later. Like I said, we, we've seen the rockets they're mounting. I'm not sure... If it's sooner or later that they're going to do another test run or what their plan is, uh, we're not even sure if they're aware that we're down here. Um, I don't know their intentions, but honestly, I I, I couldn't care less. Uh, we're going to get control over this, so that's the plan. Um, but I'm going to need your help. Uh, I'm going to need you to get involved. You know, you brought this to me. You you pushed it across my desk. You've asked for us to kind of step in and handle the enclave and and we will we're we're absolutely going to but i need something from you three uh look when when we go deal with the enclave i'm gonna have to take about 90 percent of my forces based on what recon showed us and it, it's the only way we'll have success and even then uh our numbers will probably be thin to a point uh we're gonna need to rebuild uh the enclave is no joke and uh you know, they've dug in. Uh, it's not going to be easy. So while we're gone, obviously our numbers are thin. We're not going to be able to, def to defend South Beach the way that we need to. I know that Richter trusts you. He wouldn't have uh, he wouldn't have sent you in to try to do this. I don't know exactly what his intentions are, um, but I know that when we move forward on this, our numbers are going to be thin to the point that he could make a move. While we're gone, he could, he could attack us. He could, he could potentially take over South Beach, and uh, just like the Enclave, I'm not going to let a bunch of fucking raiders take over Miami after what my uncle started and what I've been able to start developing here. Uh, I want to continue uh, my plan here, and I, I, I want to liberate the North Side as well. I want to get the raiders out of there. Uh, but anyways, this is where you come in. Obviously, he trusts you. He sent you here. You got to go back and let him know uh, how things worked out. Uh, let him know. Let him know that you gave us the sample. We've we've checked it out. We've confirmed everything you said. But when you let him know that, I need you to take him out. I, I, I need you to assassinate him. And... I know at first that might sound a, a little crazy, uh, but does seem rather extreme. But they're raiders. Look, he, he's going to be a dictator. He's going to do what he does. They're going to attack us the second we move to take out Enclave, and they're raiders. If you take him out, yeah, some might fight back. They might, you know, have his back for the the, the family or the team or whatever they're calling it. But a majority of them are just going to lay down. They're going to they're going to give up. They don't want to. They're not going to want to fight us. They're not going to want to 
deal with everything Richter is trying to push everyone towards. You got to take out the head. This is the only way that we can make our move. I, I can't comfortably and safely go attack the Enclave up there and leave South Miami unprotected. Richter will move in, he'll take over, we'll be back with our depleted numbers and we won't be able to do anything. He'll have complete control, the Raiders will well, they'll dictate to everyone, they'll, they'll own everyone's shit, it's just not a good look. <laughs> so, like I said, that's where you come in, he trusts you. So if you can go back, tell him that you worked it out with us, we're gonna hit the Enclave, make him happy, make him think we're leaving, he can make his move. And then you make your move. Take him out. And try to take out his weapon of mass destruction. Take out any of his supplies that you can. Just make sure that we're okay to make this move towards the Enclave. And and if you can take him out, you can take out him. You know, any, any of his weapons, anything that you can do to uh, stop him from making this move. Then when we take out the Enclave and we get back and we can establish Miami uh, properly... I'll reward you. I have no problem. You know, I, I'll, I'll offer you a spot in our community. Obviously, you can live with us. You can work for me. Uh, you'll have a place. You'll be safe. Or uh, you want to choose to move on. You, you live freely out in the wasteland. You have that choice, too. You have my word. And uh, in turn, I'll, I'll give you whatever weapons or armor or fuel I have. You can pick one of those three things. And all three of you, I'll stock you up as much as you want. I assure you, we have plenty of supplies. Hmm. He sits back and kind of, you can tell he's kind of letting you all think about it and, re and respond. He just kind of sits back looking at you. Well, I can't say uh, assassination is within my programming. Not really what I'm designed to be doing. I'm a mechanic, not a mercenary. I understand that. Sometimes life calls for some changes. Sometimes you have to realign your morals uh, for the bigger picture and to make things right. I, I'm sure you've seen how raiders live uh, and how they treat people. And... Uh, you know, Richter's gonna take everything from everyone and leave everyone in squalor, and it's, and I and I'm pretty sure when uh, if we leave and he attacks uh, South Miami, it's it's not gonna be pretty. Uh, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of casualties involved as well. It's most likely true. This this is a real big ask. What, we, we kill Richter and we somehow have to find our way out without getting killed by his men. He did have a lot of friends hanging around in there. Yeah. But they're raiders. Uh, they don't have loyalty like a true soldier or a true organization like ours or others. Uh, even a group of friends like yourselves, I'm sure, have more loyalty than the typical raider. Like I said, you, you take out Richter... Um, I'm positive uh, a majority aren't going to want to continue fighting without him. Oh, Clarice would have words. She would. Sorry, yes. Clarice? Okay, what we uh, who's... Uh, never mind. Never, <laughs> never mind. Uh, and you... An old friend. You, you believe for certain 
You can prevent the Enclave. Um, I'm very confident. Uh, they're, they're very established. They have lots of numbers. Uh, they've moved in quite a bit of their forces and you know, they're in the process of what, what they're doing, but uh, just based on the recon, I know that if, if, if I send the majority of forces that we have, uh, we'll be able to take them out. Now, it, like I said, it'll, it'll be at some losses. I'm sure when we return, our, number, our, our numbers will be thin to the point that Northside Kings would easily make their move, if not while we're gone, like I said. And that's, that's why none of this will work unless you agree. Uh, to help us with the Northside Kings. Uh, otherwise, we'll be too vulnerable and all this will be for nothing. Yeah. Look, I got no issue taking out Richter. I, I don't have loyalty to him. Uh, I'm just trying to think of a way that we could do it and survive. And look, if I'm speaking too much, Yasuke, uh, Sprocket, uh, just cut me off. If you guys disagree, what are your thoughts? Well, Paladin raises a good point. Richter and his ilk are suddenly a stain upon the area. However, as you say, I'm not, uh, not keen on the idea of this assassination approach. And as you aptly point out, our odds of making it out don't look particularly good. We could end up turning in, turned into somebody's toaster. And I particularly fancy spending out the rest of my time as a talking waffle iron. Well. Well. Uh, you said you can outfit us pretty good, yeah? Yeah. If you can uh, do this for me, I'll reward you. Uh, Absolutely. Is there anything that you could give us to help with the assassination? Do you got a, a mini nuke or something that we could hide in there on a timer? Is the you know... Uh, I mean, that would take out a, a lot of his guys. Yeah, if, if your uh, if your approach wants to be uh, you know, more of sabotaging the entire building or location you want to set off a bomb and you, you know you want to go that route I'm, I'm sure we can set something up for you um, obviously you'll have to get it in you'll have to figure out your approach to make that happen but we can supply that I, I can easily see that happening and and to make you feel better about you know escaping you know if, if, if you assassinate the leader of a raider pack you know a, a majority are going to lose loyalty very very quickly when they see their leader uh, killed. But the other thing to keep in mind is I, I know our numbers will be thinned, and this is why I need you to help with this, but the forces that we do leave behind to protect our border, uh, well, when you make your move, they'll move immediately. So if you can take him out, weapons, just make this process happen, uh, the rest of our forces will move into North Miami to secure what's left. Uh, any raiders that do decide to stay and fight even without their leader, uh, well, they'll have to deal with the remaining forces that we have. And Yasuke has been, like, adamantly, like, looking at the gauntlet, kind of, like, clenching fist and, like, flexing and releasing the hand. 
There comes times when you believe most that the dragon will defend you. But it is the breath that it reveals that scorches earth. The greater outcome is the death of Richter to ensure that more survive than those that fall. Hmm. A lesser evil. Is that what you're saying, Yasuke? We fear the devil upon the ridge. If the death of a dragon ensures that the mountain keeps the darkness away, then you must call what you believe was once salvation. So, uh, I'm down for taking out Richter and helping to make this place a little bit more survivable for anybody. Not just uh, people like us, but also the smooth skins like you. Forgive the, yeah, the language if you don't like being called the smooth skin. Uh, what do you guys think we just kill Richter and walk out? Oh, or do you want to try and take out a, a bunch of raiders with him? Can't see it being as simple as walking out if we've just uh, assassinated their leader right in front of them. I think uh, your suggestion of some kind of bomb might work a little better. We could get ourselves clear and uh, probably escape in the ensuing chaos. And let's face it, it was fun the first time. It'd be great the second time, too. I do not believe that is the right course. Collateral is possible. Many who wish not to be in the middle of the conflict may suffer. Hmm. You bring up a good point, yeah. So, However, this brotherhood is built upon the establishment of believing that those like I, like Jerry, are beneath them. We made a promise to help Richter. I, bound to the cold, must honor my word. Doing to go against it would sever me from my code. what that means then and looks across directly at this leader that if this is done and if you are proven to be a vile leader of this land you shall suffer tenfold what Richter must experience well I can uh, I can assure you I'm nothing like Richter I think you've seen what I'm doing with this community here and trying to be uh, above and beyond the rest when it comes to how the Brotherhood of Steel usually uh, establishes community. And I, I, I hope you all can respect that and appreciate that, uh, what I'm trying to do here. But I understand if you have your code, uh, you know, like I said, I, 
I don't think I've met such a deep super mutant before. Um, but I think it really just depends on uh, your decision here because I can't make a move unless you agree to take out Ricker because I can't sacrifice South Miami for the Enclave at this moment. If you want a little bit of time, I can give you that. Uh, but not much. I'd like to get this uh, going by the afternoon. Uh, if you want to take the morning to discuss it amongst yourselves, we've, we definitely have some planning to do. He looks over at his scribe and he kind of nods. And We're going to work on our plans. Come back and see me in a, within the next hour or so. And let me know your decision. And uh, I'll respect it. Like I said, you have my word. Uh, no matter what your decision, you can leave safely and no harm, no foul. You you came through on your part, at least, as far as the Enclave and this clean wave bullshit. So I can respect that. But uh, come back and let me know, please, uh, sooner than later. Of course. Of course, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go find a place. We'll talk privately. We'll come back and we'll let you know our decision, okay? Sounds good. Uh, Considering our, considering our options does seem like a, a wise move here. I understand a decision like this uh, might need a little bit of time, so I, I can respect that. So uh, I'll, I'll speak to you soon. He stands up and just gestures for you to leave his office. And remember, we don't have all of our weapons, right? They still right. are holding. Yeah, they're all at the front gate. So when you eventually do leave South Miami, he's assured you will give you back all your things to leave back to North Miami. How? That's, we're not far from like where they're holding our stuff, right? No, no, not far. You know. Um, Yasuke will stand. If I am to make this decision, I do require my blade. I must ensure that my former sensei is involved in the severing of my ties, if it so be that way. Well, they did promise all of our equipment back when we came in. What do we think the best approach to this is? And both raised a good point. If uh, we directly attack Richter, we're no matter what the good paladin says, I feel we're unlikely to make it out in one piece. On the other hand, if we take a less frontal approach, then there is the risk of collateral damage, potentially. Are we in a private place at this point? Yeah, we can say that, uh, you know, you make it back to the motel. Um, you can kind of post up in your room. Uh, Liz, your kind of acolyte guide or whatever, uh, is just hanging out in the lobby in case you want to go anywhere or do anything else. But you, are, you we can say you're up in the, in the motel room discussing okay. things. And yeah, and absolutely, uh, just for the sake of, you know, kind of streamlining the general picture here, because we knew, uh, you know, I explained that. I don't know if I explained that to chat when we got live, but um, because of the fact we had so many sessions on Mad Queen's channel and so many on the Cybernation Uncensored channel, and then now we've had to take a handful of months break. Uh, coming back, I wanted to do that big recap at the beginning so everyone kind of knows what's up. But um, this session, possibly the next, how, however many it takes, um, we're going to 
make it a bit cinematic, maybe some roles and some things, but for the most part, it's going to be more heavy role play and discussing and kind of painting a picture and creating this story uh, together. Um, so, so that being said, let me explain this. You know, you're all gathered up at the motel, and all three of you have a definite feeling like you're at a moment where um, you kind of have to decide. I mean, there, there's multiple factions going on, right? Because you've got the Disney cult, you've got the Enclave up there, but you're you're in a moment now where you kind of have to choose sides. You've got the Brotherhood of Steel that's willing to go, you know, attack the Enclave. Um, yeah, that might thin their numbers for when they come back, um, which could really fuck them up. And, and they'll have thin numbers while they're gone, which Richter could absolutely take over, which was his plan. You know, Richter's plan was, hey, go get them to go fuck with Enclave while they're gone. I'm taking over South Miami. When they come back, they won't be able to get back in. We'll defend it. They'll be thinned to numbers. Like, that's his plan. But now Brotherhood is still Horatio, uh, uh, Paladin Horatio, you know, his plan is, hey, take, agree to go assassinate him and take out his mass weapon and whatever you can do to, to fuck them up while we go take out the Enclave. You take out Richter. Uh, so they don't, they're not confident, they don't have the numbers, they don't have the leader to take over South Miami. So as we go take out the Enclave and thin our numbers, when we come back, we still have South Miami and the Raiders are dispersed, hopefully, they're fucked up and we can regroup with our, our numbers back in South Miami and take over North Miami and, and have all of Miami. So you're kind of at a point like, you know, you, you could help either side now. You kind of could do either one of these things and help one side get a little bit of leverage on the other. You kind of need to decide uh, amongst yourselves or, you know, talk it out in character, preferably. Um, have some fun with that. But, you know, it, it, you are kind of at that point, lesser of evils. You know? Neither neither seems perfect, but it, it's what you have, you know. But that's where you are. You're in the hotel room. Yeah. Well, it must be done. Uh, I agree. Let's kill Richter. I don't like collateral damage if we don't have to, because there's some people we met there that were real good people. You know, we don't have to just nuke them all. You're right. You're right. I shouldn't have suggested it. Well, we did come down here with a view to getting the Brotherhood to deal with the Enclave, as there's, in all likelihood, nobody else who can. Mm -hmm. There's also well, the discussion... Sorry to interrupt, but I completely forgot. There's also the fact you guys have that... Uh, uh, Disney cult faction up at Disney World that has a missile silo that you have the circuit board to as well. I don't know how that can factor in, but you should consider that in conversation as well. Yeah. Well, here's here's what I'm thinking. Let's kill two birds with one nuke. <laughs> right? We'll get rid of Richter here and now. We travel with the Brotherhood back uh, up north. But then we split off, we go to the cult, give them back the uh, the circuit board that they need, and then while we got everybody all together in one place, Enclave and Brotherhood, we nuke all of them. And that way we don't have to worry about Brotherhood taking Clean Wave back home because we will have destroyed them and Clean Wave and the Enclave all together. Which certainly... Uh remove the threat of the Enclave and the potential for the Brotherhood to take over as well. This uh, Paladin Reyes seems nice enough, but his uncle, this elder, if he were to return, I can't imagine uh, Brotherhood control would look much better than Enclave control. Yeah, and honestly, what's going on with the Brotherhood right now with people like us it's still not that great. 
There's a lot of people stuck here that can't leave. They're not allowed to leave. They're just forced to work for the Brotherhood. And I don't like that. It's not sitting well with me. So for me, Brotherhood's still bad. You know, it, they just begrudgingly accept people like us. Yes, I would be inclined to agree with you there. They certainly are... Uh, well, they're not killing people for who they are, but... Uh... They're not far away from it. No. No. There's still lots of prejudice at work. So, I'm not shedding any tears if the Brotherhood gets wiped out. At least with both groups gone, and maybe the Wasteland can form its... Uh, make its own decisions about how to live and form its own new society. Probably be fairly chaotic. But... Uh, at least we won't be uh, leaving the citizens of Florida to uh, the mercies of one group or the other. Yeah. It's, that's what I'm thinking. Now, Yasuke, I know you've got your Bushido code, and uh, I, I don't want to step on your toes. What do you think of what I'm talking about doing right now? To go down this path regardless of steps beyond the first, is a journey that only descends into nothingness. In that case, my code must be surrendered so that others may live fully. I believe you did say something about wanting to uh, dedicate yourself to helping the people of the Wasteland. I think this so. would be, albeit in the short term, quite unpleasant. In the long term, probably the most effective thing we can do towards that end. And so, it is the level of courage that must be followed. It is risky, but it is living completely, fully, and wonderfully. Seems we uh, might have a course of action. Course of action: kill everybody except the good people. Done. And what about uh, what about Miami? If uh, Brotherhood of Steel uh, sends a majority up there to deal with Enclave, and you branch off to Disney to try to to bomb both of them while they're dealing with each other, try to take out all of that. Um, and in the process, you take out Richter. Um, so they can do that so Richter can't take over South Miami. Um, that would hopefully, as explained, Raiders, you know, would help disperse their loyalty and kind of fuck up North Miami. But what about South Miami and the remaining Brotherhood of Steel that stays behind? Broke it, Jerry. The path we take. The one we follow. There is a chance that we will not survive. But the only correct path is to sever the head of the rages, these kings, to dethrone them through Richter. And much like that, the head of this steel titan, this brotherhood, 
They too must be severed from the head. So that the survivors of the wasteland may live. The friends we have made, tucked away in vault. Those that wish not to follow the raider life will be given a chance to build anew. And if they choose to descend back into their own chaotic land, that is the fate of the land. We do not decide what lives they live once we act. We simply give them the power choice. Indeed. I think one way or another, whatever we do, we'll likely see new groups, new factions arising in the future. And I don't think we can uh, prevent everything from... Uh, uh, we can't do... can't prevent that. We can't uh, necessarily deal with every single problem in the wasteland in one go. We can only do what we can affect what's right in front of us, really. You have to fix everything. <laughs> fix everything in the world. It's all on your shoulders, Sprocket. It's got to be a neat, tidy, it's got to be a nice little bow. It's on all three of your shoulders, Sprocket. We've got to save the world one way or another. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. like that. Um, what was that, Jerry? We're going to fix the wasteland. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I like that. I like uh, Yasuke's kind of explanation. Like, you know, uh, there's only so much you can do. You have to make the best decisions, the, the right decisions for... You know what you what you think is right, and you, you can't save everyone, and you can't play out what happens in the future, but you can at least make the right decision with what's presented to you at hand. I love that. I I love Yasuke kind of explaining it that way. Uh, the team kind of thinking about it. Let's say the team discusses that in the in the hotel, kind of agreeing on this approach, and uh, you know it's it's been about an hour or so of conversation and debate uh, to get to that point, um, but you're ready to go back to Horatio. And kind of uh, explain to him the plan and set forth with it. But before we do that, let's take our five-minute bio break. Uh, we'll take a quick five-minute bio break. Chat, don't go anywhere. I'm going to leave the mics hot. So if you want to talk about the plan and things like that, we can. Um, and yeah, we'll literally be right back. Five minutes. Yeah, I'm definitely going to run to the bathroom. <laughs> All right. We need to come up with a way of uh, coming out of this whole thing alive. At least the attempt on Richter. Otherwise... Um... The rest of the plan goes down the toilet, too. <laughs> Yasuke has a very solid plan on living. Right. Murder everyone, walk out. Yeah, and, and Jerry just assumes he's going to live because he still hasn't died yet. It's been a couple hundred years. <laughs> I haven't died yet, so what's going to happen now? <laughs> yeah. If it hasn't, hasn't happened yet, then odds are. Now, Yasuke's on the... to be said for winging it. <laughs> it's worked so far. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, on the side of go get Rick, go eliminate Richter, come back, eliminate anybody who's about who is in charge and would be in charge of the Brotherhood, and then have them disband or, you know, go full on Ghost of Miami on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens after this. Anyway, I'm going to dash for the bathroom. Won't be long. I mean, as soon as I get my blade back, you know, yeah. things will be real fun. Yeah, it does. It does suck being without weapons and everything in this situation. 
Like, time. As soon as I get Shuetsu back, we're just gonna go cleave through everybody. I also have a missile launcher, Phil. Oh yeah. Uh huh. I can't use the missile launcher, but I can throw. I can just throw the missile. Same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've I've seen super mutants do things like that before. Oh yeah, just call me Tom Brady going for the Hail Mary. <laughs> yeah. Um I have an explosives of zero and a big guns of zero. So unfortunately I, a, I don't think I get help there. Yeah, I have a big guns of two, so it's not bad, but I I still feel like I can throw better than I can shoot a, a launcher. Mm. Yeah, what's your throw stat? Throw stats, uh, I got a two with an agility of nine, so... Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. I'm more likely to succeed chucking it than I am trying to shoot it. (laughs) Oh, chat's been delightful. Yeah, I I keep uh, watching chat thinking, you know... Maybe I, uh, I I should be listening more. <laughs> I'm like looking back over my perks just to make sure I know what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Been a minute. I am dangerous if I punch somebody. Yes, which we've seen. We've seen some real chaos when you just run into a space. I'm confident that we can take Richter out in a single round. It's very possible. If we could just get to Richter, we just bum rush, and Yasuke's got to just go full ham, full charge, full force on him. Yeah. It's too bad we don't have any flashbangs. Give us I think Pain pain Train's flashbang enough. They'll be shocked by seeing a giant... Samurai in full armor that's not power armor running through their front door. True, true. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, well, I'm close to 10 feet tall with a blade that is 10, at close to 10 feet. That's daunting for anybody. Yeah. Yeah, you don't see that every day. And I'm also double checking my perks. Does. Plus, I don't to rank in this. Now, if we level up one more time, it's over. Everything dies. <laughs> well, we're getting pretty close. We got what, 397 XP to the next level. Yeah, so if we can just like kill every creature we find on our way there, so we can just level up real quick. If we need to, we'll just fight a bunch of rad roaches over and over. Perfect plan. Yeah. Rad roaches are better than death claws. I would like to um like wrestle a death claw at this before this is over. Just just one wrestling match.
I almost punch harder than my sword does damage. And your sword does a ton of damage. Uh-huh. Yeah, Super what's the damage bad on that again? It's a... It's nine. Nine? Uh-huh. Wow. But I also have a plus three to all my melee damage because of my strength being ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so it's overall 12. That's amazing. That's double my best weapon. You know, Yasuke is here to murder everything, and that is the extent. That's why when we tried to sneak, I was like, that's it. We're about to definitely get caught. I'm over eight feet tall, covered in metal and dragging metal. And Yasuke <laughs> <laughs> mm -mm. is basically a walking weapon. Literally, I'm a living tank <laughs> that is now armed with missiles. I have six missiles in my pocket. I don't need a launcher. <laughs> I'm just going to chuck them. <laughs> it's true. Like the back end, like a firework, and just jam it. Just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just gonna bite off the end and spark it on my fist and jam it <laughs> in and land myself. I like that idea that you have to like bite the tip off and, and spark the. You know, like there's a process to it. All right, we ready to go back? Yeah, I think we're ready. Yeah. All right, cool. We're back. Everyone can see us now. They could hear us the whole time, but now they can see us. Hey, chat. Thanks for hanging out. Really appreciate that. Um, I know that we, we took a really long break of like four or five months. I really appreciate everyone diving back in. I hope the recap at the beginning was good enough uh, to get everyone involved. Uh, but, but again, I recommend everyone check out the previous VODs we have on the Cybernation Uncensored YouTube channel and check out all the details this team has been through. Lots of great role playing, lots of cool situations and scenarios and such. Um, yes, yeah, Stiletto Assassin April says, you chuck those missiles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, cool. So, uh, I think we're, we're at least at a point where the team, you know, things have come to a head. Uh, you were able to at least get, get involved with just about every faction and point of contact in Florida now, you know, between the Mickey Mouse cult, the Enclave, Brotherhood of Steel, Northside Kings, and now you got this little vault community as well. Um, yeah, you've you've got a lot of a lot of working parts, but I think the team has kind of made the decision, you know, that they don't like Brotherhood of Steel or the Enclave. Uh, sounds like they're going to try to play nice with Horatio and you know take out Northside Kings, but then maybe work with the Cult to take out both Enclave and Brotherhood of Steel, um, and then see where things kind of fall from there. Am I understanding that right? More or less. All right, cool. Yeah. Then let's see how it works out. Oh shit. <laughs> All right, so the team's back, and uh, yeah, you make your way to Horatio's office. Uh, Liz gui guides you over there um, as you go in, and Horatio's in the room. Um, it looks like with like a few different scribes, some soldiers. You can see a couple guys in power armor kind of exit the room to make room for all of you to enter, especially to make room for Yasuke to enter. Um, but he's in there just working on things. You can see some maps drawn up of Central Florida. You can see like numbers listed, and you know, at a glance, you can just make out like you know a Sultron numbers and just different things. Like they're 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 planning a war. Or, you know, they're planning to make their move or whatever. Uh, but when you enter the room, Erasure just stops everything, looks up. Oh, uh, welcome back. So did you have a chance to discuss things and options? Yes, we did. Indeed. I'm all ears. Yeah, we'll take out Richter for you. <laughs> this is great. This is great news. Look, I know it's not an easy decision, uh, but this is great news. What was that, Sprocket? I feel this is perhaps the... Uh 
lesser of the possible evils here. Look, I, I, I can understand, I can understand that interpretation of, of the situation, and uh, I'll respect that. But I assure you, uh, there's nothing evil about uh, the decisions I'm making here and what we're trying trying to do. But I can respect that, uh, and I appreciate you uh, uh, making the right decision here. Um, so look, uh, the plan will be this: uh, head back. We'll rearm you at the gate as promised. Uh, head back to Richter. Richter, uh, tell him whatever you need to to make him feel comfortable with this. I'm sure he has his own intentions and plan in place. Uh, lean into his ego. Do what you got to do. But once you get in there and you can take him out, uh, we're going to make our move. Um, I'm, I'm, we're not going to leave uh, for the Enclave until I know that shit has hit the fan. Uh, so once you take him out and I catch word of uh, your mission starting and the process beginning, uh, then we're going to head up north. We're going to go take out the Enclave. Um, and, you know, it, it could take us a day, a few days. I'm not sure what exactly type of resistance we're going to get from them. I know we outnumber them, we outpower them, but they are dug in pretty deep. So, uh, so just bear with us at that point. Uh, when I return... I'll stand by my word. Uh, we'll reward you with, you know, armor or weapons or fuel, uh, whatever you want. And you can stay here and live in the community. You can work for me. Uh, you have absolute sanction here, or you can move on to the wasteland, whatever you choose at that point. I think we felt in the immediate aftermath of taking out Richter that perhaps we should uh, accompany your forces away from this area, even with disorganized former followers of Richter, I think our presence in the area would be none too welcomed by whoever's left behind. Okay. Um, I have no problem with that. Uh, you want to take him out and uh, make your way back uh, to South Miami immediately? Uh, I'm sure you can do so during the chaos. If you take him out and uh, shit hits the fan, uh, my remaining forces, we have our plan for them to move into North Miami as we make our move to North Florida. So... Uh, take them out. Get back here, and uh, you can uh, ride north with me. Uh, and uh, if you come back, I can even honor uh, the armor, weapons, or fuel, whatever you would like. Uh, and then we'll head up north and take out the enclave. Then it is time. Yeah. Let's uh, get our stuff and uh, get a move on, as they before, say. Before we head out, is there any interesting uh, information we can pick up from these battle plans, like a, a timing or anything, sort of time scale he's working on, so we know when he's planning to attack the Enclave, anything like that that we can see on the table? Yeah, give me, um, give me perception. Um, yeah, perception survival would probably be good. Um, I would even take. Yeah, I can't say anything that's a better. Yeah, I would take I would take perception survival from anyone that would want to pick up some random information from it. I'll take perception science, which kind of leans into Sprocket's strengths, um, to get some sort of like uh, deduction on the uh, you know the uh, militaristic sort of planning or like uh, uh, like you said, looking at like 
you know, how long it might take, things like that. So there's two different things you might be able to pick up from these plans. So I'll let you decide, all three of you, whether you want to do perception survival or perception science. I mean, uh, it can't hurt to fail. Uh, yeah, I'll bring up the dice overlay. Looking at it anyways. And this is just a difficulty of one, by the way. I should have mentioned that. Yeah, Jerry, so no luck. Let's see what we can pull out. Uh, don't forget you got some negative twos uh, that were re rewarded by chat. There's going to be very few rolls in this session, so use them if you got them. Yeah, I might as well drop a negative. Uh, well, actually, I'm on here. So, yeah. Sasuke is not an observer. Sasuke is definitely an actor. Acting first, looking second. Uh, I think it should be good. Let's see. Any uh, negative twos? Tag skill. I've got a tag skill on there. Oh, nice. Um, I think I'll hold off on the negative two because I've got a pretty good margin. Let's see whether or not I'm going to regret this in a moment. Ah, double success. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, and you generated an action point from that. Um, so just track that. You got an action point. But um, <clears throat> yeah, just kind of glancing over while Horatio is kind of going over, you know, plans and what's going on and, and everything that I was just mentioning him saying uh, and agreeing to you taking him out, coming back, traveling up there with him. Uh, Sprocket, you kind of glance over uh, the maps and you can see in the plans and the mapping that it looks like, you know, th their immediate uh, uh, travel to there is going to happen. You know, they're, they're waiting on your your assassination attempt. Um, it looks like the second that things happen, they're heading up north. It looks like, based on the numbers and their approach and kind of planning, um, they should be able to take out the Enclave within the same day that they attack. Um, you know, they, they just they outnumber them, they outpower them. Um, just the, the amount of tact that you see put into these plans, the Enclave doesn't even see it coming. Um, so you're pretty confident that they'll be able to take out the Enclave within the day that they attack, um, that it probably won't take multiple days. Um, the other thing that you notice on there, and you can't get, you're not getting the intentions or details of it or anything, but you do see on the map, like, you know, they've got the launch pad area, you know, circle, the different battle approaches, plans, you see arrows, like numbers, just different, you know, fact, you know, uh, uh, portions of their um, armory and things that they're kind of putting into different parts of the map. You can see, like, their tactful approach, but just kind of to the west of that, uh, kind of in, in middle Florida, mid-Florida, central Florida. Um, you can see that they've circled Disney World. There's no notes on it. It's just circled. Okay. Uh, but Horatio says, did you need, um, did you need uh, some type of explosive? Are you still thinking of uh, uh, bombing the facility, or what, what's your approach going to be? I'm okay with any approach. Just as long as you take out Richter, we can make our move. Yeah, well, we're thinking maybe up close and personal. Okay. Yeah, we, don't, we didn't feel the collateral damage was uh, an acceptable risk. There's uh, a lot of innocent people caught up there as well. So, um, was there any indication there as to roughly how long it's going to take them to get, sort of, cover the distance between sort of where Disney World is and where the launch pad is? Uh, yeah, it looks like it'll probably only take them a few hours. You know, maybe two to three hours to get there, two to three hours back travel time. 
Fair enough. <laughs> well then. Okay. I guess we are doing this. Alright. Yeah, so we get our stuff and head off to see Richter. Way back north. Hmm. Sounds good. We'll have our uh, we'll have our plans and forces ready. Um, we're going to move a little closer to the line. Uh, not going to do too much. We don't want to give any warning to the Northside Kings that we're doing anything out of the ordinary. Um, but I assure you, we'll be uh, we'll be right near the border. Uh, part of our forces will be ready to make a move when they see that you guys have made your move. Uh, just make sure you get back here. Um, as soon as you do that, and uh, we'll load you up, and we'll ride out. Okay. Now we uh, make our way uh, towards the exit, then. Get geared up again. Yeah, I think we'll just head out. Hmm. Make our way back to the king side. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Yeah, and you can do that. You uh, you basically make your way uh, back over to uh, the border and make your way over uh, back to the north side. I'll bring up a little map action just to put some imagery there since we did have some cool images and stuff that we were using. It's the one I've got loaded in the VTT. But um, yeah, you make your way to the border uh, where you see some of the Brotherhood of Steel kind of posted up as guard and power suits and such. Uh, they uh, bust out the crates and uh, give you back all your weapons, anything that, that they took from you before. You have it all back now. <clears throat> you can see that sort of, that eerie dead space between the, the concrete slabs and stuff where it's just kind of dead man zone as you walk back towards the north side. Um, but after you make it probably about a half a block distance of that gap, uh, you're back in the north side, um, back in the civilization for the most part. It's not as nice as south side as we described before. Obviously, the raiders uh, live a little different. Um, but you get up there and, you know, people are coming and going. They're, they're living. You know, it's as it was when you left. Shit's normal. Um, but you make your way back up kind of to that, that big armory warehouse um, that was just on the other side of the border where, uh, you know, you typically w would be meeting Richter and stuff. Um, and yeah, you make your way back in there and you enter, you see the huge, uh, catapult uh, system that he has. You see, uh, his barrels of fuel along the side and some other chemicals. And, um, you can see, uh, crates, uh, and thing, you know, supplies of, of armor, basically his armory is in here. Um, and you can see everything that you saw before when you were in here, uh, with the exception of, um, there's not a whole lot of troops in here, um, a whole lot of raiders. Um, it looks like there's maybe uh, two guys, like Raider-like, but they look more like uh, mechanics or such, uh, working on the catapult thing. It seems like every time you're in here, they're always working on that thing. Uh, but there's a couple of guys working on it, um, and then it looks like there's maybe about three or four uh, Raiders in the back kind of gathered up uh, with all these like stacks of crates and stuff. It's hard to tell how many people are back there, but you can clearly see Richter back there uh, talking with some guys in crates and things. Hey, Rector, we're back. We survived. What do you know? He turns around and notices, Oh, hey, you made it. Uh, he didn't kill you. Uh, good. Uh, should we step into my office? I thought this was your office. <laughs> he laughs. You know, he was like kind of gesturing off to the side of the crates where he has like the barrels of fuel lined up and shit. 
And then he looks back to the raiders that are messing with the crates. He just keep getting it organized. I want a full number, uh, and I want to know which ones actually fucking work <laughs> this time. And he walks back over uh, to where you were gathered up off to the side. Um, he's got uh, two of the raiders kind of follow uh, along his side. He always kind of has those two guys always walking around with him. Um, his little assistant guy is, is over with the other raiders kind of going through those crates. They're doing some type of inventory or something. It's hard to tell. Uh, but he's standing there with uh, two of his guard guys. Um, as he walks over to where you're standing, um, so uh, I, I can't even imagine how that went. Uh, so fill me in. Better than expected, I think, would be uh, the best way to describe that. I mean, okay. we're not dead. I, I see that. <laughs> and... Uh, are they going to go and uh, head out to fuck with the Enclave? Or are we going to have our moment uh, to make our move? We do look to have them persuaded, yes. They seem uh, convinced of the, the Enclave threat and the, the danger they pose. It looks like they are planning to move out very, very soon. Okay, this is great. <laughs> All right. Uh, you hear that, boys? Uh, they came through. Uh, we'll be fucking up Horatio very soon. Uh, okay, this is good. Uh, he looks back towards the guys going through the inventory. Uh, get, get through that right away. Uh, we need to make our move soon. So what, when exactly are they going to be heading up there? Hmm. Yasuke is just looking over at like Jerry and Sprock and is like, making a look like... <laughs> and and Jer Jerry's like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, as soon as, as soon as like Jerry gives that, yeah, I guess, um, acknowledgement, um, Yasuke would like to just charge at Richter. Nice. It looks like they're gonna make their move around about now. And um, I would like to do pain train on Richter. Nice. Go for it. Remind me again, uh, your pain train. Pain train. Let's double check that. I have to make an athletics check against um, a difficulty of two. If I succeed, they take damage equal to my uh, unarmed damage, and they're knocked prone. Oh, yeah. Nice. All right. So let's we're just going to start off with that. Yeah, let's um, do it. How many action points do we have? Uh, I feel like we got four. All right. I don't want to mess this up. So I'm going to. Buy an extra uh, dice for this. Okay. So that puts us at three. We've still got a couple of minus twos we can take advantage of as well. I think we have three of them. Three or four. Something like that. I want to use... You guys okay with me using two of them? I'm good with it. Yeah, go for it. Might as well use them. Like, I don't want to mess up, so we're just going to... We're going to do this... And this, this, and and this has its own. It just has nothing to do with his defense, right? You said because this is your perk, it's it's a it's a difficulty of two, difficulty no matter what. Two. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yes, yeah, raw two. Okay, yeah, let's go for it. Um, yeah, just as uh, Richter's, you know, all attention on Sprocket, you know. So when when are they making their move? And ironically, Jerry nods as Sprocket says, "Oh, right now." <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Look at that! Oh. Oh. Hey. Wow. So, so yeah, there, there's another action point as you just you see Richter's eyes just go so wide, Yasuke. I mean, even as you dig into the concrete and the back foot almost digs up, uh, chips some of the the old concrete from the floor as you just put all force into this movement. 
Um, you rail into him. Give me that damage. Um, and as you rail into him, you know, his eyes go wide. His, his crown even goes flying, knocking off of his head and, like, flips back, hitting the ground. You're ching, ching, ching. It's like, oh, fuck. As he gets hit and everyone kind of, like, turns to look. It's just a very shocking moment. No one was expecting this at all. Um, That's five damage with four piercing because each effect is piercing oh, two. Okay. Let me do the math here. Oh, Five. I gotta roll a d24 where it hits, right? Yeah. Yeah, do that too in the meantime. I'll do this math. For how to do rolls on roll 20 for a second here. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember. I can't find damage reduction on here. Oh, wrong. Command. Okay, here we are. Bit of a learning curve getting back into this after so many months. I'm like, oh, how, how do I... How do I math? How do I math? Right? I actually forgot a lot. Uh, what was the location? Uh, to do red sports slash roll. I don't use roll 20 enough to remember that. 1d20 for location, right? Yeah, I've been over at Fantasy Grounds now since we made the move. I'm so uh, confused about roll 20 now. Is the left leg. <laughs> okay, cool. Left leg. Um, okay, not bad. And what was the total damage? Um, total damage is five where I uh, with four piercing. Okay. So I ignore four points of armor. Yeah, so you pretty much just rock into his legs. Um, and you can see... Um, like I said, his eyes go big as he grunts out. And you just he, he almost does a full flip as you just tear right through him and slide a bit on the concrete to, to notice that he flips around, hitting the ground, his crown going flying. He's like, oh, what the fuck? And hits the ground as the other raiders and them going through things. They all just kind of stand up and everyone like turns to look to notice... Uh, what everyone's doing. Uh, what's everyone's initiative again? What's uh, Remind me of that, everyone's initiative, please. Um, I have a 13 on initiative. Oh, yeah, that's I have right. 13 as well. Nice. I have 11. Perfect. And if possible, I'd like to uh, spend an extra point to do a second action. If possible. Yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah, go for it. Um, all right, so then I'm going to use my um, action point to get another action, and I'm, this time I'm just going to swing uh, Shuetsu. I'm going to swing my blade. Nice. Go for it. We're going to... It's just a defensive <laughs> one, uh, you know, difficulty of one. All right, let's just do two. Uh, what is Shuetsu? is a melee weapon. Let's also burn one more action point to throw three, because I don't want to mess up, but just in case. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Let me just check. Uh... I mean, does that leave us with? I think we're back down to two, because I got us an extra one from before. Yeah, I thought you used one. Well, we've got a one on that. Bear with me one time. I'm just looking up something. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. What did you get? I got one success. You said it was a defensive one? Yep. Thank goodness. Then that is enough for me to roll nine of these. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh. Flattened to the floor and then slammed with Six, a massive sword while he's done. Nine. Nine plus four piercing. 
Um, how many points of damage is that? Uh, nine, right? Um, Two, yeah. four, six, seven, eight, nine, yeah. Nine damage with four piercing, because each effect is two piercing on the blade as well. Nice. Also, uh, Shuetsu, actually, my blade has the persistent effect as well. Oh, okay. Which I believe means that this... Let me double check what it says here. Uh, to do... To persistent... Uh, they, the target suffers the weapon's damage again at the end of their next and subsequent turns for a number of rounds equal to the number of effects rolled. So for the next two turns, mm-hmm. we're just going to take an additional... Nine. Oh, let me roll for location again, too. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. I was assuming this damage reduction... Uh... 18 is the right leg. Nice, okay. So it's the same math, so that, that's good. I didn't fuck that up. Nice. And it's more than five points of damage, so that's critical, right? If, oh, yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah, if it's over nine. Yeah, as long as it wasn't... Because it's piercing four, so this thought is it should do at least five damage to that... Did I do five damage to the left leg as well, the first hit? Uh, yes, I think so. As long as the piercing... Because I only had piercing four, so that means the remaining damage would have still went through, right? Yeah. Oh, so that's two injuries. Both legs would be broken? Yeah, both legs broken. Um, so basically, he has to use a major action to do a move now. He can't just move and take an action. Like, if he wants to move... And, and the fact he's prone because of your perk, um, he has to use a major action just to get up. Um, but yeah, Which can he do that if he's got two broken legs? Exactly. Um, you know, at this point, yeah, he's on the ground yelling. He's just, my fucking legs! Uh, you're just targeting his legs, you know? It wouldn't be so bad if it was in the same fucking spot every time! Uh, you know? But um, but yeah, he's on the ground. The rest are kind of, uh, you know, in shock as, as the other raiders are, like, scrambling to, you see, just scrambling to understand what just happened and figure out what they're doing. Um, but through that sort of chaotic moment as Yasuke just rams this guy and then slams down into his legs, just breaking both legs. Um, yeah, he, he basically, uh, is scrambling to get up. You know, he doesn't even have any weapons on him or anything. Um, he's scrambling, but like Sprocket mentioned, he can't even get up. Uh, you know, he's, he's just kind of flopping around and he's like trying to drag himself away, heading in the direction of those, uh, four raiders, uh, and assistant guy that are back by the inventory. But um, as initiative shows, uh, you know, he's trying to drag himself away. And now we're over to uh, Sprocket and Jerry. You guys have the same initiative, so you can roll for it or just give give up your spot for, to the other. Whoever wants to go first. Do we have the same initiative? Yeah, you... uh, mine's 11. So... Oh, no, uh, that's right. I'm on 13, so... Yeah, it was Yasuke and uh, Sprocket that have 13. That's right. So Sprocket, yeah, you can go. I think we've uh, established an order of precedence there already. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're 13. Um, well, seeing as we're here to assassinate Richter, let's take a shot at Richter while he's lying on the ground. So I'm going to shoot him with my uh, laser cutter stroke blaster. Go for it. Yeah, he's cr- he's crawling away. A uh, little bit of blood trail coming from his leg where you see a little bone protruding from the damage Yasuke delivered. But he's just crawling away, kind of yelling at his raiders. Um, difficulty of one. Can you remind me again what the fire rate uh, stat does? This isn't is it like a spend an extra. Um, yeah, if, if I'm remembering right, fire rate doesn't actually have to do with another bullet. It means that if it's a hit, you get uh, the fire rate extra damage, right? 
for every one um, for every one above zero, you can spend an action point to deliver an additional point of damage. If I remember, by spending the ammunition. But I yeah. but you have to use an action point to do that. Yeah, I didn't remember the action point, but let's let's double check that. that. Um, for the cost of an extra yeah, for... bit of ammo, he... you get an extra damage dice. Otherwise. Oh yeah, you just spend yeah you just spend the extra ammunition to do an additional. That's one what it's die. the ammunition. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, rate of fire. You use you use your ammo to give another one one damage die in addition uh, with that rate of fire. But let's let's yeah. see if you hit. You got a difficulty of one. Let's take the shot and see if you hit him as he's crawling away. Uh, where are we? Let's see if I can say that one. Let's go. Yep, we nice. got one. Nice. Give me the damage and location. So the damage is going to be. Um, let's bump that up one minute. It'll actually work nice and easy. So it comes to a total of six damage dice. There we Ooh. go. That's oh. a good one. Six. <laughs> yeah, that was a roll. Six and one effect, right? Yeah, I don't have an effect on that one. So the effect is just a one damage, I think, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, if you don't have any effect, then yeah, it'll no. just be damage. Right, six damage. Or is that two? Uh, no, that's that's just one, right? Yeah, it's just one and then additional yeah. effects if, if there are yeah. any. Yeah. Alright, cool. Well, yeah, you... Uh... And we need... And we've got three, so we are looking at a shot to... Torso? Torso? Yeah, torso. Straight into his body. Okay, cool. Let me just double check his armor there. <laughs> Laser caps in his ass. <laughs> torso, you said? A torso, yes. Okay. Nice. Yeah, that shot hits him. Are you going to use ammo to send off another shot? Um, already have done. It's factored into the dice there. I rolled it all at once. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. Yeah, you take you take a couple shots. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Yeah, you take a couple shots uh, into his into his back as he's crawling away, and you just see it kind of thud, a little blood spreading into his clothing. Like uh, uh, he's slowly but surely uh, getting beat to death. Uh, by you all, but uh, but Jerry, you see all this going down. What's Jerry doing? Um, yeah, I'll take out my hunting rifle. Uh, it's got piercing one and accurate. I don't remember exactly how accurate works. Um, um I know it's been a while. All all of us. <laughs> let's let's look that up. Though. Let's make sure we got this right. Um, if you take the aim minor action before attacking with That's an right. accurate weapon, you may spend up to three AP to add plus one damage per AP spent. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. Um, then I'll hold off on using action points. We got two left. Yeah, because, well, yeah, that, that uh, I guess, to take advantage of that accuracy or uh, of the weapon, you would use your aim minor action, right? Yeah. And, 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 then, then, and, then, and then you have to use up. action points, right, to get the extra damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm just going to take a, take a shot at him. Um Difficulty one. Difficulty one. Ooh, complication. Um, yeah, you miss. You take the shot, but during all the chaos and as he's going, uh, you miss, and it ricochets off, uh, hitting one of the barrels off to the side, um, just causing a spark as this, this fuel or fluid leaks out into the warehouse and catches on fire. Um, and now all, all the way like along the side of this warehouse and kind of like 
uh, pouring out towards the center and slowly leaking and building more and more is this fire uh, growing. So um, there could be some fire damage that comes into play as this spreads, um, but that's what's happening. Yeah, I was planning on doing that later. Not I mean, now. It, yeah, it, I, actually, it's kind of helping. It's kind of helping things too, in a way. You're kind of trying to fuck them all up, right? Yeah. Run now <laughs> I, uh... and just shut the door behind us. <laughs> I meant to do that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just run for the door and leave him. Yeah, and you see, um, done. Yeah, as you're doing this, uh, you see uh, two of, of the four raiders that are backed by the crates uh, go running off uh, towards, like, where that big catapult is. And you see on the side there open crates with, like, rifles and machetes and just weapons and things over there. And two of the guys are, like, running towards those weapons. Um, as uh, the two other guys that are by the crates, um, just like one picks up a crowbar and the other one pulls out a machete and they start uh, charging towards you three. Um, one second. And the one with the crowbar uh, takes a swing at Jerry. That's a smart choice, I'm not going to lie. So yeah, what's your uh the would have been the smart choice to be honest. <laughs> well, my defense is one. Okay. One second. Do a little math here. Melee. Uh, he misses. Uh, yeah, the guy with the uh, crowbar uh, comes up at you, Jerry, just yelling, What the fuck? And he swings the crowbar at you, just missing, kind of stumbling past you as the guy with the machete uh, stumbles past him and swings at you, Yasuke, uh, kind of swinging at your back because you kind of slid back and turned to hit Richter on the legs and they're kind of behind you, picturing all this happening within seconds, you know? It's all kind of going out at the same time. But he kind of swings the machete at your back. What's your uh, your DR? Uh, my defense or, is or two. defense, yeah. Is it? Uh, yeah, defense. I wanted to say difficulty, but he hits you. Um, um, with a three or more. Just depending on how high is success, I do have an ability. I oh no! It just, I, I just had two successes on the successes, just two. Um, just because um, I am going to spend an AP to parry, my blade lets me increase my um, defense by one, I believe, is all it does. Oh, okay. Yeah, double check that. Um, and yeah, if you can use an a uh, you can you have to use an action point to do that? Yeah. Yeah, if you can do that, then you can avoid this hit, because he, he got two. Um, and if that increases your difficulty by one, that would put you at three. Um, so you absolutely could parry that. Okay, we're at one AP. Oh yeah, then that works. I mean, after using that, we're down to one. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I get to add plus one to my defense. Nice. Yeah, then uh, yeah, you can use that parry. You can use one of those action points. You have two of them. Um, but yeah, you kind of hear him scurrying behind you as the guy misses Jerry with the crowbar. Um, but it's enough movement and sound for you to kind of pick up on it and quickly spin and parry this move as he goes to swing this machete and you just kind of deflect it and parry it off and he just stumbles back. And you can just see both, I mean, both these guys, no no sort of like a, 
you know, perceptive check to see, like, their eyes are wide open, uh, just like Richter. Like, this is a very shocking moment to them. Like, they did not see this coming at all. Um, but in any case, he makes that, that attack, uh, tries to do that as Richter, uh, continues to just crawl away, leaving a bit of a blood trail and grunting and, uh, just pathetically, you see him trying to crawl back towards the crates, like just trying to get away from you three. Uh, but Yasuke, back over to you. Uh, Richter actually takes nine more points of damage from the persistent effect of the blade when I cut his leg. Yeah. And then if if he's still up... We're going to just he is. swing the blade at him again. Yeah, he is. He's crawling away. Uh, you can hear the slight grinding of his leg bones uh, as he's <laughs> crawling away. But uh, Yasuke, yeah, go for it. The sweet sound of bones grinding. Ugh. Dice be nice. Oh, Very nice. Dice nice. be very nice. And you got an, another action point there. Uh... Oh, you got two action points, actually, right? Uh, yeah, critical success yeah, on my two, melee weapon. Two action points, and let's get that damage and location. Please let it be his legs again. That would be so funny. Right? Like you're just constantly hitting his legs. He's like, really? He's got a bit further away now. That's all he can reach. Uh, 14 is actually going to be the right arm. Um, that's going to okay. be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven points of damage with Man. eight piercing. And he will have persistent for another four turns. Uh, wait, how much? How much damage was that? Uh, one, five, six, seven points of damage. Um, yeah, this literally just took him. Uh, even with his extended damage reduction on arms and extra covering, uh, you know he's he's hanging on by a you know few hit points here. Um, Yasuke, if you want to take a moment and describe how you've ended Richter. As he's crawling away, uh, and you know you don't have to stick with the the arm for cinematic reasons. That that can be a, a little bit boring. We used that for the damage reduction, but by any means you want to describe, you have ended Richter. Go for it. Um, Yasuke is actually going to, after like getting the blade and seeing him crawl, will come over, uh, pick him up, like grab him by his chest and hold him up, and will softly like pull him close and just like having the blade at his neck while holding him close. And whisper in his ear, I am sorry. May you find paradise. And will just immediately just decapitate to make the suffering end. A respectful nice. end. Nice. Yeah, uh, super easy for you. Pick him up like nothing. Take that head. It flops to the ground as his body just becomes dead weight. Lifeless limp. Uh, collapsing to the ground in a pile of meat. Um instantly uh you see those two raiders the one with the crowbar the one with the the machete um they both just kind of like stop and see that one of them drops the machete and just starts running towards the door the other one with the crowbar just starts stepping back and they go oh okay 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 and he starts backing up with his arms up uh the other two have now made it over uh to that sort of armory sort of section and you see them, both of them kind of like digging through crates and like, you know, one going to grab a rifle, another one going to grab something else. Like, uh, they, they're, they still ran over there and they're digging through stuff, unaware of what happened behind them. Uh, but, uh, Sprocket. Perhaps it's time we made an exit. Can I, can I ask that as a question in the middle of a fight? Yeah, yeah, I'll, you know, dialogue you can spew out and still have your action. Yeah. 
So you can say anything you want. Go for it. Uh, maybe we should make an exit about now. Yeah, good idea. Yes, gay. Assuming that we have properly eliminated and everyone's the fire's going, Yasuke will walk out because that's all Yasuke needed to do was Richter. So Yasuke, after doing that, is just like leaving, regardless of everything else. We'll even avoid if anyone does try to fight Yasuke, Yasuke will just kind of try to ignore them and leave. Yeah. Let's, let's make a beeline for the exit then. Okay. What about Jerry? Uh, Jerry looks to the guy with the uh, the crowbar. He says, uh, spread the word. The kings are disbanding. And then leave with the others. Yeah, he just, he drops the crowbar. He's like, oh, okay, I'm done. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like you can tell he's terrified. Um, and as you turn and start walking with Yasuke and Sprocket and making your way, um, Yasuke, you... Uh, you know, as you're waking your way to the door, you hear a rifle shot go off um, and a bullet, you know, whizzes right past you um, as as all three of you notice, like the two guys that ran over to the side. Um, when you turn back, you see the fire kind of spreading to the center of the warehouse as the as the fluids are running out of that hole in the barrel. Um, and the flames actually like slowly like working its way up the flow of fuel coming out that barrel. Uh, just, I mean, super slow, but it is making its way. Um, but when you turn, you basically see those two guys, one kind of like digging through crates and turning around with some type of pipe gun or pistol. The other one had a rifle that he shot off at you, Yasuke, and he's just standing there uh, that he shot off at you. And the other one with the pistol uh, turns around and looks around and you see him notice Richter and he just like drops the gun and just like hits the other guy and just starts running towards the door. So they, everybody's leaving? Everyone except that one guy standing there with the rifle. Um, if possible, Yasuke would like to run back, um, stab the head with the sword to keep it, and will actually want to grab the guy with the rifle and try to run out of the building with him so he doesn't get caught in the explosion. Okay. Seeing the fuel, Yasuke is kind of like, even if he's like fighting and hitting, Yasuke is going to just ignore that to try to get him out of the building since he's not leaving. Yeah, let's do uh, some type of like... Um... Imagine this would be like an agility. Uh, what was that? I was thinking strength athletics. If you want to pick him up and run out with him. Yeah, uh, it could be strength athletics. Agility athletics sounds good too, because you've got like a couple actions here. Um, I know that that might be drastically different for Yasuke too. Um, Just like a wee bit. Yeah. <laughs> let's do. Uh, let's roll for it. Why don't you just roll, roll a, a you know, 1d6, 1d20, 1d10. Roll something. Uh, if it's on even, it'll be a strength athletics. If it's on odd, it'll be an agility athletics. Because both work for me. Even. Nice. Even. All right, yeah, give me that strength uh, athletics check. See if you can pick, you know, grab the... Uh, and this will be a difficult... Uh, well, yeah, I was going to say a difficulty of two. Mm, mm -hmm. um, but I was in mid-sentence when you rolled, um, so I'll allow you to re-roll that, because um, I usually got to get that out as, as overseer. Uh, for I can tell you, I'll spend a luck point, too, just to make that fair there, to re-roll one of them. Oh, that's worse. 
Mm. That would still only be one with success if I re-roll the, uh, the failed part. Yeah, so you, um, yeah, you're able to kind of run in and stab up the, the head on the end of your blade and kind of scoop that up. Um, but, you know, you slide out a bit as the guy with the rifle, um, you know, took the shot at you and you run to do it. And you're just not able to get to him quick enough in this move to scoop him up um, as the fire is spreading. Um, so you're just not able to grab him on that on that same action or whatever. And then uh, what's up? We're kind of you know slightly out of initiative, but I'll put it back in that order for the sake of it. Now that Yasuke ran back in, you know, stabbed up Richter's head and starting to make his way towards that other raider with the rifle that just shot off at him, still holding it there. The other guy dropped his pistol and was running out. But uh, what's Sprocket doing? Um. By the door, does it look like there'd be any way to sort of seal the door other than just kind of closing it on the way out? Um, yeah, I mean, you could probably weld, uh, you know, the deadbolt part. You know, if you were to close it and hold it and just take a few seconds to weld it, you could probably melt the metal together. I guess that's going to take probably at least a full turn's worth of... Oh yeah, getting. that'll take a... yeah, that'll take an action. Yeah. So... Let's uh, get to the door, and we'll sort of wait on the outside of the door for Yasuke to get himself out of the warehouse storage space room, whatever it is we're in. Nice. Yeah, you make your way over. Uh, what's Jerry doing? Uh, Jerry's going to wait at the door, too. Um, if he had a cigarette on him, he would light it. <laughs> Just very nonchalant. Um, but he doesn't have one, so... He's just gonna stand there, arms crossed. Basically, just put put the gun away and just waiting. Nice. Yeah, you do that. What was that, Sprocket? Is there anybody else around outside the place reacting to what's going on? Anything else going on out there that we can spot while we're here? Uh, no. By the yeah, when you get out there, uh, you know it's normal city shit going on. People coming and going. Um, you can see, uh, you know, about a block and a half down where the border is, you can see the Brotherhood is still kind of posted up. Like, you see a little extra guards up at the line. Um, it looks like they're kind of, like, looking out. Um, no one's really noticed anything. And even, like, uh, you know, the couple um, little gunshot, you know, the gunshot noise and even with the fire going and everything, like, no one has noticed, uh, you know, any of that. It, it hasn't been enough of it to kind of catch attention over normal sounds and shit going on but uh you do notice that the fire that's building and spreading is building up enough smoke in kind of the extended roof of the warehouse inside it's just starting to kind of bellow out towards uh the open vents on the side where they normally have fans going and towards the door so it's it's literally a matter of seconds before the smoke starts pouring out and an obvious signal that something has happened you know you can tell that's about to happen Okay. So I think we're waiting on Yasuke then. Alright. Yeah, you post up. And Yasuke, yeah, you see that, uh, that you scoop up the head, and as you're making your way towards that other raider, um, you can see him posted up, uh, with his, his rifle, and he's just like shaking as he took that shot at you. You ran over to scoop up the head, and he's kind of following you with the rifle, and now you're making your way towards him, and he's just kind of shaking, holding the rifle at you. Uh, Yasuke's still going to try to grab him, and then after that is going to make his way to just follow Sprocket and Jerry, because 
that's all there is for Yasuke here. Nice. Yeah, give me your uh, strength athletics. This is a difficulty of zero for you. Um, so there's an action point. Um, this is a bit contested as you go. He just shakes and almost like cringes as you get up to him. He's like, oh, what the fuck? And then you like kind of scoop him up and he, he almost doesn't fight it. Like when you grab him, he almost goes limp like out of fear. Uh, you know, you've scooped this guy up and he just imagines you're just going to crush him. Uh, he just kind of goes limp in fear and silent and you almost feel like he's holding his breath. Uh, but you scoop him up and you run out of the warehouse um, just as the smoke starts billowing out the door as you kind of bust out through it and uh, sprocket Jerry you see the, the smoke start billowing out the, the side vents of this warehouse as Yasuke just tears out the front door uh, carrying this raider with uh, Richter's head on a sword um, what's sprocket and Jerry doing as he comes bursting out going to slam the door behind him and try and weld that lock up so that nobody can uh, open the door again Alright, nice. Yeah, give me, uh, let's see, give me, uh, give me some type of science. Let's go with, like, intelligence, science, I guess. Um, I'll also take... That might be a good one for it. It's kind of the opposite of repair, but... Yeah, well, I was, well, I was gonna say, like, maybe, um, maybe, like, a, a something repair, but maybe less on intelligence and more on, like, a strength or agility, since you're, like, physically trying to weld it. So, I'll let it be player's choice. Um... You know, well, repair normally defaults to intelligence, but yeah. it's the standard connection. Yeah, go for that then. I'm, a I'm cool with that. In that. I've got points in that. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and that makes sense. Like I said, I could see any one of these working because of, you know, the method in which you're doing it, uh, you know, but absolutely Sprocket would, would lean into his more technical side, you know. Um, so go for it. Give me that. It'll just be a difficulty of one to get this done in a, a sufficient amount of time. Wow, nice. Spare action points then. Yeah, so now you got a couple. Yeah, full action points. You got all six action points. The sprocket quickly door slams as Yasuke comes out with his head on a sword carrying this other raider that's just kind of terrified. Already dropped his rifle in the process. Um, and Yasuke busts out as sprocket slams the door. Jerry holding it as sprocket welds it shut. Um, just as smoke is pouring out and, um, yeah, as the smoke starts pouring out, you notice, uh, over kind of on, uh, border side anyways, you can see the Brotherhood of Steel, um, kind of like mount up and you see the big gates open up as Brotherhood kind of in formation comes stacking into the north side. And then you hear some yells and things of like north side kings. You hear someone blowing a whistle, um, a bit of an alarm system probably. Uh, but within seconds of that, those sounds happening, uh, you see the Brotherhood of Steel just unloading their weapons on different raiders, guards that were on edges. As you see other raiders like talking to each other and like, oh, fuck this, and they just turn and start running. Um, you see, like, people just dispersing, people going into their homes, into their buildings. A lot of the shops and stuff are, like, closing down their front gates and, like, going inside. As you see a majority of the raiders just literally running off, running away, as their Brotherhood of Steel are kind of making their way up uh, Central Avenue, we'll say. Um, just kind of pouring up the center. And just as they start to pour up in, and all three of you are absorbing all this, and Yasuke's holding this raider, and you're, you're witnessing all of this, um, we have a bit of a moment. Let me see if I can get this. Is, uh, is Yasuke back with us? I know he had to step out for a second. Is he, uh... Looks like not yet. 
We'll wait for J for just a second. I'm gonna look over at uh, Jerry and Yasuke and he's like, was this part of the plan? Uh, I guess it was, maybe. But, I know uh, we, they, he was saying he'd send some people in, but uh, they're right on time. I didn't realize he was going to uh, directly attack the north side after he'd tackled them. Dealt with Richter. Well, uh, Let's just hope they ain't shooting at us. He's hoping. Hey, Jay, can you hear us? I don't know if he has his headphones on. <laughs> I'm really hoping for Yasko's sake that this terrified raider he's picked up isn't prone to wetting himself. <laughs> 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 That might be some yeah. type of athletics check to dodge it. <laughs> Luck check, maybe, to find out whether or not he does. Yeah. Degradation of uh, metallic equipment. <laughs> Minus one charisma for the smile. Come on, Jay. We're almost there, buddy. Creating a little tension before uh, we see how this resolves. Mm -hmm. Suspense. Yeah. Can't see uh, Ray is particularly objecting to the idea of uh, Richter's head on a spike. <laughs> I thought that was going to be down for that. Yeah, I think I think that was kind of cool. That uh oh. Jay's uh, lost the connection. Yeah, it looks like it. Did we lose him? Yeah, it looks like. Ooh, cliffhanger. Is there a message in chat from him? Can someone check? Just make sure. Maybe he's having a connection issue. In which case, uh, we were at the end anyways. I was just waiting for him to give him this, uh, let him see what's up. He had to... Yeah, he left a message. <laughs> That's funny. Udahime says, dun dun dun, the raider got Yasuke. <laughs> uh, what's the message there? Uh, did he have to sign off? Uh, looks like. Yeah. <clears throat> Hold on. Yeah, it looks like. Okay. Looks uh, like it. He's... Yeah. So I think he, he had to go. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, then let's uh, let's. Yeah, he can he can check out the VOD on this. Uh, I apologize if that shifted the cameras on us a bit, um, but yeah, just as uh, you notice that uh, the the uh, Brotherhood of Steel kind of uh, front line, anyways, kind of burst it, open the gate. Um, you can see uh, Horatio kind of behind that line with his main guard, um, and he just kind of gestures towards you, almost like getting your attention, like we're here. Almost as if they're making that opening for you to get back to South Miami. Um, but it's just as you notice that open and all this chaos happens as the smoke bellows out that you uh, feel the rumble behind you. 
as this huge explosion happens. Um, and basically you can hear like the different barrels and things going off in this storage warehouse as all his armory goes off. You can hear different things being triggered. Um, and yeah, that's where we'll end our session. As everything starts exploding, the Brotherhood of Steel are gesturing you back. I know Jay had to dip. It kind of messed up our overlay, so we'll wrap it up right there. I apologize to chat. Here, I'll squeeze in so you can see me. Hey. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back. Uh, I think we're, we're looking at the last Friday of the month. Is that what we're looking at, Brandon? Um, I can't do the 30th, but... Uh, oh, it was the, the 23rd? 23rd, I think it was. Yeah. Okay, I think that's what, yeah, that's what we'll do. Then. Everyone plan on the 23rd. We'll hopefully be able to uh, get a little more wrapped up in this current campaign, and we'll see how it goes. And, uh, yeah, thanks so much, everybody. We'll see you next time. Take care.